0: Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engsted, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined again by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban. Why'd we do this a second time, Isaac? Guys, we did like 10
1: minutes of this whole pod.
0: It was the best pod. that It was the best this podcast has ever been. Literally the best content we have ever put out collectively <laughs> or individually. The best nine minutes we have ever done.
1: Ever and Nick's like, oh something happened to my computer. Like we went into this whole hypothetical about Dennis getting drafted by the Magic. Now you don't need to get you don't need what, to give specifics. It's just gone. What if we it's got gone. Jonathan Isaac? There's a bunch of fun stuff we did with it. But you know what? Whatever. Hey, I just heard the bell ring at the my back door, and that means my dog just hit the bell, and that means my dog has to take a crap, <laughs> and that's so cool because. We have worked so long on trying to potty train our dog, and not really potty train. Like she goes to the door and stuff, but we got this bell that attaches to the door frame, kind of. And she, we've been trying to get her to go hit it, and now I've just, I felt so accomplished now that she goes over and hits the bell. I just, I'm so happy.
0: Everybody, just congratulations to Isaac if you're listening. Hey, thank you. Just, just start clapping for him. If thank you're you, everyone. Thank you. Shout out to everybody that's like randomly clapping in their lives right now, listening to this yes. podcast. Jack, you're clapping right now. I know it. <laughs> You know Jack is clapping. Uh, so, okay, like Isaac said, we recorded about nine minutes of this podcast, and then uh, it stopped, and then we kept recording, and for some reason the first nine minutes didn't save. So we're uh, we're redoing the beginning of this. So we do talk about uh, – today we're, we're definitely going to be talking about the uh, the game a little bit, the, the Mavericks and uh, Magic game. We will be talking about uh, some trade stuff because we are about a month away from the trade deadline. We'll be talking about some uh, like who is safe for the Mavericks, players that we think that are safe and definitely not going to be traded, and then uh, we do talk about this. Isaac, walking into American Airlines Center last night, I walk walk in, I check in, and I go to the bathroom.
1: What did you have to do in the bathroom? Okay, now this is, this
0: is relevant. Number uh, one or number two? It's priority number one. Relevant. And so I, I go to the bathroom, and in the bathroom, they're playing ESPN Radio in the AAC. If you guys have never been to the AAC, they play ESPN Radio pretty loud in the bathroom. which is Mike and
1: Mike? Good. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> RIP.
0: And so they're playing that, and I hear Carlisle talk about – he's listing some of the young players, and the way that he's talking about them, I'm assuming the question was phrased in a way that says, you know, the second half of the season – what are you looking for with some of your younger players? are you looking to develop them a little bit more are you looking to play them a little bit more and so he goes in he starts listing them I hear him at the very end you know st- stop talking about Yogi he's still still you know going on about that and then all of a sudden I hear my ears perk up because I hear Carlisle say something something along these lines And then there's Nerlens Noel he is a long dynamic big man. And he is, you know, still only twenty three years old and he's got a lot of potential. And we need to get him back on the floor, get him healthy, we need to get him some minutes. He just really didn't find his footing at the beginning of the season, and we really need to get him back and healthy and, and, and play him some minutes, get him back on the court. That is something Carlisle said. Now don't don't tell me <laughs> that Carlisle's thinking about playing Nerland's Noel when he gets back from injury. Do not tell me that that is the thing that Carlisle thinks about that. That flabbergasted me. He didn't even need to mention him. Didn't even need to mention him.
1: No, this is like the equivalent to him talking about like Rondo being like a great teammate or his back's not hurt or something like that. Like everyone knows if you've been following the maps, you know, the situation with Nerland's right now, you know, it's not great. You know that even when he was healthy, he did not play. So um, it's just just leave it alone. I mean, cool that Rick says it and stuff, but it's kind of it's kind of entered this territory. And we've talked about this before, but literally um, <laughs> <laughs> like an hour ago. <laughs> um, but um, with Nerlands, you know, we're I'm fairly you know fairly confident that he'll probably get traded and find a new home and stuff. But there's a scenario in which I think that he couldn't, and that's the the scenario of like his camp pushing the mystery um, factor in him as far as he hasn't played in a long time. You know, they can push that it was all on Rick, it was all the Mavs. Like it just didn't work out since the contract stuff, and you know he had the thumb surgery. So there's this mystery behind him of if he doesn't play another game this season and he goes into free agency, that they're like, hey. Like that was just a small blip in the road. He is fully healthy. He's good to go. It just didn't work in Dallas. That was that's it. And so they could take that and maybe think that they could get more money with that. I still think he gets traded, and I still think the best route is for both sides to find a, a different team for him uh, to showcase that he's you know still good and all this stuff. But I still think that there is that mystery factor that they could try to build off of. Uh, in free agency. And that would be the only, only way that I could see Nerland still in Dallas after the deadline. But since he does control it.
0: So essentially, he is like one of those European big men in the draft that don't do like workouts and stuff and try to give it like as limited information as possible so that like all of a sudden there's like the mystique around him, you know? Like yeah. people are like just start talking about him and they're like, oh my gosh, like he's, you know, He's back to where he was, or he's this, you know, this good of a player, and all this stuff. And then that's that's basically what they what you're saying that they might want to do with Nerlens is just keep him. Like, I say the only thing holding him back was Rick, because he is going to be a, a straight up free agent at the end of this year.
1: Yeah, so that that's the only cards that I could see. I still think the best play for him and the most likely play for him is him and Rich Paul saying, "Let's find a new home for him. Let's play." I think that would be the way to get the most money. Uh, let's get you in a situation to where you can play a lot, prove to people that you're, you know, still good and then go from there. But I was just saying that's the small chance I could see that.
0: Yeah, if he took the I'm gonna call it the European big man route, if he took that route, like the being unknown and, and saying that only Carlisle is holding him back and all that stuff and doesn't play, that I don't see anybody signing him to a long term deal with that scenario. I think he still just gets signed to another like one year deal.
1: Yeah. That, and that's where it could benefit somebody like the Lakers to where if they do bring in somebody like a LeBron, uh, Uh-oh, and big ball of zone and or stop it, Nick, honest question. I like impersonating LeBron Ball. Did you, did, you, Mellow, tune in, did jello, you tune in to that garbage zo- today?
0: I watched like a minute of
1: it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Nick did. I'm done. No.
0: So did, uh, so did like a million people. It got a million views and, uh, it, the, I think the highest at one time was 120,000 like, live viewers watching it once. Wow. Uh, at, at, <laughs> at 2 p.m. Eastern time
1: <laughs> on a Tuesday. So stupid. Steve Kerr was, uh, is right. Steve Kerr is right. He said it's a societal right. issue.
0: No, I, I guarantee it's, you none of those people have ever watched Lithuanian basketball ever. I had never watched Lithuanian basketball.
1: No, besides their national team, no.
0: Yeah, besides that. And maybe some FIBA stuff, but man,
1: that was whatever. Weird. Anyway, with the New Orleans stuff, that's the only uh, route I could see with that. And yeah, but with the Lakers saying it could be that if they're strapped for cash and they're saying, they are, hey, come be our if they bring in LeBron, Paul George, come be our big man, prove it a year and then whatever. So, oh well, we'll see what happens with him. That could happen.
0: All right, before we move on to our next topic, uh, I just want to let you know you guys can find us on, on Twitter at Nick Van Exit is my Twitter handle at Isaac Harris. NBA is Isaacs. Uh, and you can find all of our stuff we would tweet there. Speaking of which, I tweeted today a, uh, a photo that I got from Antonius Cleveland's Instagram story. He tweeted out a picture of this ball. You know, it's game, game basketball. An actual
1: ball, not like the ball family.
0: <laughs> Fitting. Uh, it was a ball. And it has the Mavericks logo on it. It says, game ball presented to Antonius Cleveland. First career NBA points. Dallas Mavericks versus T-Wolves. November 17th, American Airlines Center. So he has this ball. First points. And so I was interested in that because I had never seen that before. And so I, I did some investigating. Did some did some reporting work. I actually did some <laughs> reporting work today, Isaac. So be proud of me. Uh, I went to, to Maxie and I asked him about it. And Maxie said, I never got one of those. <laughs> Poor guy. Then I went to Kyle Collinsworth and Kyle Car- Collinsworth said that he got one of those as well or it's or he's his is being made. Um and so he's getting one. And then uh Collinsworth told me that Dennis got one for his triple-double and then I uh, asked Mavs PR and they say they give them out for big milestones. So they said Dirk has a million of them. Dennis got one for his triple-double, you know, Maxi should have gotten one. He just probably doesn't remember. <laughs> Something like that. Maxi did remember though that his first points came against Houston when they lost, and he thinks that's why he didn't get one. So, because <laughs> they lost. Yeah, because they lost. But well, that sucks. Yeah, but Collinsworth said that they lost in his game too, and so. Uh, huh. But yeah, I just found that interesting. So go to my Twitter and check that out. It's uh, or go to Anthony's Cleveland's Instagram story and check that out. I don't know how much longer it'll be on there, but. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was interesting. And it's a really cool gesture by the Mavericks to, because that's a really big deal if you think about in that guy's life. He works his entire life, you know, all, like, 18, 20 years or whatever to to work all the way up to get to the National Basketball Association. You get in there, you score points, and it almost feels like if you're a guy like Antonius Cleveland, you score your first points, and then after that, nobody cares. You know, yeah. it just feels like you're you're, you're a guy, and that what kind of value can you bring me? Like, wh- how good are you? You know, all this stuff. And just nobody cares about what that would mean in that guy's life. And I think it's just a cool gesture by the Mavericks to – give out these basketballs. And I don't know who else, what other franchises do that. I'm sure others do, uh, but this is just the first time I've seen it from an organization.
1: Yeah. It's cool all across the board. And because I mean, you never know. I mean, Kyle Collinsworth could never score again. And just to have that ball. Yeah. Uh, it's super cool. I mean, what if he never scores again and he becomes something else, not in basketball for the rest of his life. And he has that in his office, <laughs> And it's like, hey, I played in the league. And some people's like, bull crap. Yeah. And they're like, here look it at is. the ball. No, Check here you the go. Ball right but... there.
0: Check that. And here's a basketball reference box score that I printed out. Because <laughs> uh, I el- can read
1: basketball reference.
0: <laughs> I also want to shout out um, a couple of our listeners that we ran into. First of all, Jack, uh, that we ran into. or I mean, we, we sought him out, but.
1: <laughs> what still, up, Jack?
0: Still ran into him. Uh, Matt Nguyen, I also met for the first time today. He's been on the podcast. It was great meeting him. And then also, uh, David, I ran into you in the uh, the hallway, and he was like, oh, my gosh, are you the Locked Up Mavs guy? And I was like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just right when Isaac and I parted ways. So sorry you didn't get to beat Isaac, but you got to meet
1: the better half. So
0: I was going to say, he probably
1: doesn't care about meeting me.
0: He was all pumped. He was excited. He was like, "Go Mavs!" So it was great. It was great meeting you guys. Uh, love meeting you know listeners. So if you ever see us, you know, walking around and we have scowls on our faces, just come up to us and you know introduce yourself,
1: and we will uh, we will if you be tell married. us you listen to the pod. I will smile.
0: Yeah, I, every time. Every time somebody says they listen to the pod, that happened to me in summer league this past year, and that was like the highlight of summer league. <laughs> that somebody there was like, "I listen to Locked On Mavericks," and I was like, "Oh my gosh." I am locked on Mavericks
1: because <laughs> we see numbers. We see numbers and yeah. we do really well as a podcast. And a lot of people listen to this podcast, but mm-hmm. it's just, we never see uh, faces of some of y'all unless you holler at us on Twitter. But then half y'all's Abbey's don't even, it's like a cartoon character or something. Cause that's the cool thing now.
0: Yeah. It's like a, it's like Batman and beyond or something. Oh, did I just call out somebody? Oh, sorry. I'm just calling out somebody on, on my site. Um, so, I think we can say that we're the, the most listened to Mavs-only podcast in existence, right? Yeah. I think we can safely say that. So, guys, yeah. you, you made that happen. Thank you. We appreciate that, all the listeners. Appreciate that. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys listening to the podcast and sticking in. Uh, and if, you are a, if you're a real MFFL, you're listening to this podcast right now because yesterday was not a big day for Mavs. And they won, and it was kind of boring, but... <laughs> <laughs> you're still here.
1: You are still here. Can I, are we going to even talk about the game? I mean, it is a fun game. Okay. I want to talk about two things at the game.
0: Okay. One, my Dwight Powell, 2017, 18 hit in the face counter has reached 17.
1: He always gets hit in the face.
0: So he gets That's why I was, that's why I started tracking it this year. He always gets hit in the face. And so now it's at 17 times this season. He has gotten hit in the face. Also, we had another proposal at the American Airlines center tonight. The fifth one this season. It is ridiculous.
1: That's too many. It's big time. He kept on like trying to put the girl's hair behind her ear so you could see her face on camera, and it was like really bothering him. You could tell it. He's like, "Oh, you got to see the girl's face," and it just wasn't working. But she said yes, so that was cool. Oh man.
0: And uh, and I saw the Mavericks' new jerseys in person for the first time because I didn't look at the, I didn't look for them before. But and then I was walking by and I saw it, took a picture of it. A bunch of people said that they would not, they would, they do not want to buy it. And then also a couple of people sent in orders They said, I'm a large, I'm an extra large. (laughs) They're like, buy me one and send it to me. So they uh, also have
1: a t shirt that says only in Dallas. And the only in Dallas is like in that green. And it's kind of funny because it's like, yeah, it would only be in Dallas.
0: Except Oregon and Minnesota
1: and (laughs) (laughs) the Hawks,
0: kind of, and like all these places. Yeah. Oh, um,
1: man. as far as game wise, Aaron Gordon had this like play in the middle of the game to where he got like 14 tip rebounds. I, and then he he, he, they only on gave him everybody.
0: one offensive rebound for that play. I swear he got like four.
1: Yeah. And then he's just like, I'm gonna yamin' on all y'all.
0: Also so, notable for Aaron Gordon. He did not start in this game because he was late to the team playing. So shout out to Frank Vogel for holding some standards, I guess.
1: Shout out to most improved player. Aaron Gordon. Remember when he was on that train?
0: <laughs> uh, he, I mean.
1: He's off the train now. So, yeah. No,
0: he's he's like 19 points a game and shooting 39% from three. He was terrible tonight, but.
1: He's still not. Well, the original argue was Porzingis and Gordon. Are you safely on my side now? Yes. Porzingis oh, yeah, is yeah over definitely. Him? definitely. Okay. I mean, I think Oladipo, Is there another one
0: besides Porzingis, though? Oladipo. Oh, right.
1: That's the obvious one. I mean, he's the winner right now. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah,
0: that's the obvious one. Uh, Aaron Gordon also. Oh, I, I mentioned that he didn't start <laughs> because he was late to the plane.
1: Yeah. Um, DJ Augustine is like the starting five-point guard of random role players that always kills the Mavericks. My, um,
0: my friend Josh w- was at the game, and I was sitting watching it with him, and he, uh, he goes, oh, my gosh, is that Jameer Nelson? <laughs> is <he> still, <laughs> Jameer Nelson still on this team? Like, no, different guy. Oh, we let's talk about this. Uh, so I tweeted this out today from Cleaning the Glass. It's a, a site ran by Ben Falk, who used to be the uh, like the stats guy at uh, the 76ers. He has this stat. It's the difference between the number of games the team has actually won versus how many they should have won based on their efficiency stats. So like a normal team with their uh, you know points per 100 possessions and points per 100 possessions allowed. So they look at that and they say, "What's a normal? What is a normal, you know, place or win total for a team that has that sort of efficiency?" And they look at it and then they give you a number. Say, "All right, you're basically overperforming your numbers, or you're underperforming your numbers." Can you guess the top five overperformers this year as far as teams? Overperforming teams. Yeah, teams that are outperforming their their efficiency stats. Oh, good lord! I know. I it's, have no clue. Okay, like Miami. Miami is uh, plus four point eight. Sacramento's plus four point six, so they're about to regress pretty big. Here. How are they
1: out overperforming?
0: I know it's well; they have a better record than the Mavericks. So, uh, Boston is outperforming, and Cleveland and Phoenix are the top five teams that are outperforming their record. The bottom five: Utah at two point five, OKC at two point seven, Memphis at three point one, Charlotte at three point two, and the Dallas Mavericks at four point eight. The Mavericks almost have two more than any other team, like bigger, like a bigger swing. So basically, the Mavericks is what what this this site is saying they should be like eighteen and or they should be nineteen and twenty three at this point. Wow!
1: Yeah,
0: that's crazy. That's like
1: well, it goes into a lot of what we we're talking about too. These clutch time stats that a lot right. of people like to throw out. I mean, that's crazy that they've had this amount of clutch losses that there's so many close games they've lost. They're not getting blown out every night. So they did
0: not tonight for sure. Uh, but people were talking about the tanking implications with that. Like if you're on team tank, do you look at that stat and say, okay, that's a good thing that that's a good thing for me to look at that stat and say, okay, we are underperforming. You know, our record is underperforming what our stats are. Or do you look at that as a team tanker and say, dang it, that means we're probably going to regress towards the mean and we're going to do the same thing as last year and start, you know, winning a bunch of games towards the end of the
1: season. Oh, I'm sorry Nick, I, I can't talk about that mindset because I don't have it
0: as a playoff person <laughs> as a person that wants team that wants a uh, wins. do you look at that and say that's a positive or a negative?
1: Positive for the team? I think so. I think it's positive that I mean that we're it's I mean it just goes into the same conversation like we're so close that. If we're getting beat by 20 every game, then there's a huge amount of big time issues. <laughs> um, whenever we get a certain things that go different ways and some of the clutch time stuff, then I mean our record could look a little bit more like what the stat was predicting it to be or should be. But I don't know. I take it as positive. But
0: if only the Mavericks had a different best player. Stop. <laughs> shout out to the people that actually enjoyed Isaac's argument yesterday on the podcast.
1: Go back and listen. I actually to that. thought about that a couple times today. I'm like, I still don't believe like it. it no, we're, we're not, not going, going we're now. not getting into it.
0: Okay. Uh, unless you want to bring anything up. Last thing I wanted to bring up was uh, the, uh, the bucks are interested in bringing in Tyson Chandler.
1: Yeah, that'd be sweet. And if the they bucks bring man. in
0: Tyson Chandler, that means they would have Tyson, Jason, Terry, and Jason Kidd. Yeah. They're basically the Mavs East. Heck yeah. And then they they should bring back Deshaun Stevenson because we know he's still he still thinks he can play and he's in shape. So they should bring him <laughs> back and then Trix, bring Matrix back too. And then it just be Mavs East. And we'll loan Matrix. you we'll loan you Dirk just for the playoffs. How about that?
1: Shut up. No, we won't.
0: Would you loan yeah. the Bucks Dirk just for the playoffs?
1: I mean if he's gonna come, I guess he's I just gonna come right back. I mean, I'd love to watch him in the playoffs. Wouldn't cool. that be great? Especially if he beat LeBron, it'd be awesome. <sighs> That'd be so All right, Nick, can I give you three questions? Go for it. All right, so this hasn't happened in a while to where I give you. I feel like one pod we had where I gave you ten questions, but tonight yeah, I, it was I, one
0: of those summer pods where we were pretty ambitious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So I got three questions, and it's kind of well. There's kind of about the second half of the season, kind of. So I told you pull up the roster, but whatever. You Another thing,
0: uh, shout out to Taco and uh, Jalen Smith.
1: They were at the game tonight, so. Ooh, Taco! Shout shout out out doesn't Taco him. suck?
0: Ah, uh, he got better towards. I mean, it was a lot of overreaction at the beginning of the season, but there's. Yeah,
1: he's a soft shell taco. <laughs> they did.
0: <laughs> they definitely should have taken uh, J.J. Watt's brother T.J.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so I got three questions. First one, going into the trade deadline, how many players on the roster are completely safe, in your opinion? Oof. Let's
0: see. Uh, I'll just count them as I say them.
1: I got this asked the other day in a text, and I gave him my answers, but I want to see if we're different.
0: Are we counting the two-way guys? Anybody. Anybody.
1: Completely safe.
0: Completely safe. All right. Dirk. Dennis. Barnes. Berea. Curry, just because I don't think anybody would trade for him at this point. Hmm. I don't know if anybody have, does. Anybody have, want Dwight Powell's contract? Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I think it's just five. I think it's just that five, and and the Curry one is one more, only because of.
1: I had all the same guys that you had. Yeah, but I had one more. Can okay. you guess who I had? Did you have Yogi? No, I had Maxi.
0: Interesting, Maxi over Yogi.
1: Yeah, mainly because Maxi's just so new, and I think they. Like we've had Yogi for a while to where I think we know exactly what Yogi is. And Yogi's super valuable. But I think a team like Detroit could really come calling for somebody like Yogi. Like Reggie Jackson's out for a while and Ish Smith isn't doing great. They need somebody right now. But like so that's I could see a situation with that. But the only reason I put Max in there is too. Yeah, he would. But like Maxie is just I don't know, I think there's still just this shaping of him. Um they like him a lot. I don't know. I, I put him. In, I just don't think. I don't see a scenario in which he's he's traded.
0: Interesting. I mean, I Obviously could see if a... he's
1: the if he's the breaker of like a big time deal, they throw him in there. Yeah. But I just I don't see. Yeah, don't that see to me doesn't make out. him completely safe. But
0: yeah, um, mm. interesting. Well, if
1: that's the case, hmm. okay. Yeah, that's true. I guess.
0: All right. Uh, I need to. Be, while we're talking about trades, I I okay. need to, we need to bring back a segment that we haven't done in a while before you do your next question. <laughs> so it, it's just fitting that we bring back the Satnam Shame. If you guys have never listened before, we do the Satnam Shame. It is in is in memorial of of Satnam. It is not shaming Satnam. It is just we wanted to use we wanted I wanted to use an alliteration and Satnam's name just came up and it worked out. So Satnam Shame is anybody that t- tweets. Posts on Reddit, posts on Facebook, text you, or anything. A really awful trade or a free agency plan or or whatever. And it's really bad. <laughs> you give them the Sodom shame. Just do hashtag, hashtag Sodom shame or tag us in it or, or whatever. Send it to us. This one is from a guy named Lakers Rebuild. Uh, Lakers fans are... Of the most delusional fans that exist, even more so than Cowboys fans, even more so than Yankees fans, even more so than Patriots fans, even more so than Red Sox fans, Lakers fans are as delusional as they come. Uh, and if you don't believe me, they think that they're getting LeBron like 100% and there's no way he goes anywhere else this offseason. And they've thought this for like several years. <laughs> with Who are all you a these, fan of, Nick? With all these massive players. How do you... How do you think I know how delusional Lakers fans are? <laughs> I have dwelt, I have dwelt among them for for a while. So, all right, this guy comes. This is Lakers rebuild. He says, "Respect to the Mavs. We will offer you Julius and Jordan Clarkson for Harrison Barnes and <laughs> Seth Curry." Okay. <laughs> Okay. Julius Randle, free agent after this year. You know, we we've talked about him on this podcast. Think he's valuable, but yeah. uh we, we wouldn't necessarily want him because he's a free agent. Uh and then Jordan Clarkson is like an over overpaid uh you know sixth man on your roster that can really only just score. And uh for both Barnes and Curry, no. I'm good. No, no, even at all. just for Barnes, I wouldn't do that deal. Heck no. No.
1: Stop it. Stupid Lakers!
0: I would not do that deal. Definitely wouldn't. All right, that was my Sotomayor shame. So if tweet us, any- tweet us your Sotomayor shames if you guys see any or yes. if you have one.
1: If you see them, um, I saw one the other day. I can't give you the perfect one, so I'm not going to include it too much. But it was a Pistons um, site type thing, and they had a deal to where they were getting Dennis Smith Jr. and
0: uh, <gasps> I saw I- that one. Actually, I, I have it. Out. I just I just pulled it up cuz I had that one written down now. This is from at really? Big Keys 102186. Dallas gets Bradley, Avery Bradley, John Luer, and Bobon in a first-round pick and cash. Detroit gets Dwight Powell, Solomon Mesbury, and Dorian Finney-Smith. Sottenham, shame that guy. <laughs> what a terrible uh, trade no you not do that not for avery bradley like let me, so okay so they do that trade then all of a sudden the starting lineup is avery bradley west matthews barnes <laughs> like what are they doing
1: yeah makes no I, sense I, but here's the thing i really like avery bradley
0: oh yeah but he's would not you a point guard, would you
1: do yogi not. and salah for avery bradley
0: no i we have no reason to bring in avery bradley for this He's team, good, I would rather though. for this team I would rather have Yogi than Avery Bradley. Just you know. Ooh. He's probably like seven years younger, <laughs> you know? Maybe. We're looking, we're building for the future.
1: Avery I just I'm super hot on Avery Bradley.
0: Him and Wes or him and Wester, Like are, him and
1: Wes on the wing.
0: Yeah, that would be really good. Good luck
1: scoring on that. With Barnes at the four. Yeah. That'd be fun.
0: That'd be nice, but for how long and you know, for what price?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I wouldn't do Um, it. I just
0: don't think it fits with the future of this team.
1: Okay, my next question. Will the Mavericks use their last roster spot that's open for any 10-day contracts?
0: Yeah, definitely. They've been really big in 10-day contracts the last couple of years. Now they've used the two-way contract essentially as a (laughs) 10-day. Yeah. A little longer than a 10-day. They'll definitely use 10-day contracts, for sure, uh, unless they use it on a trade to get, two, to get two for one. Now, I don't know how they do that but or what it is, but yeah, that's kind of the other option there.
1: There's so much stuff. This guy was texting the other day. There's so much stuff that one of the reasons why I said how many players are safe because, I mean, we literally agreed there's probably about four or five yeah. players that are safe on the roster. Every single guy on the roster I could see being up in some type of deals we have twelve million in cap space, thirteen maybe, um, and now and we have an open roster spot. Like it's the possibilities of what Dallas could do at the deadline are endless. With an or expiring
0: like a, with an expiring um, you know, Josh McRoberts at six million. Yeah. You got a couple of I other. mean, they
1: could combine stuff with with the twelve million in cap combined with a six million, like it's basically the same thing, like adding six more million in cap basically with McRoberts. Yeah. There's yeah. just a ton of stuff they could do, but Um, Okay, last question I got for you. Mavericks, and this was a board bet we put at the beginning of the season, but the Mavericks will finish in the top 10 of the West.
0: I said no in this, I feel like.
1: Yes, you did.
0: I still say no, definitely. What are they at right now, 12?
1: They're at, what are they at? After they won tonight. Yeah, so that's in counting the 10 spot. So... They're, are tw- they're at
0: twelve tonight, so basically they're better than Sacramento Lakers and Memphis right now, currently.
1: Okay. Do you not think they'll finish with a better record than Phoenix?
0: That's tough.
1: Oh come on, they will. That's tough. Probably. Phoenix will tank. the thing, these Phoenix is they tanked really bad last year. We're gonna keep fighting. Yeah. For the most part. So then, then it just comes down to... So the, at this point, you have them at 11. So then it comes down to, will they finish with a better record than a Utah, than a Clippers team if they trade DeAndre? So then you just need them to finish one spot ahead, one of those teams. And Clip, I think
0: Clippers are going to get Blake back eventually. So I, I don't know about Clippers. Well, Blake's
1: playing right now. Blake's back, but... Oh my gosh.
0: I'm so out of it with the league right now.
1: It's if DeAndre... It's if they trade deandre or not
0: that christmas break threw me off so much
1: yeah i didn't get to watch also. like any
0: ba- basketball while i was gone
1: and then the jazz like what do they do do they make any moves to like tank or
0: yeah people are talking about them as a trade a trade oh there's so like, much stuff they, they could they do got right so now. many they have just these wings you know they have hood they have you know because mitchell Hood's is gonna be restricted much taking everything by storm
1: favors and joe johnson are expiring I mean, Rudy, Ru- Ricky Rubio has been horrible for him. Yeah. Um, Just lost. You know, Gobert has been out. But so anyway, you have him finishing at 11. Probably. And then I have him finishing probably at 10. I think they'll ha- I think they'll finish with a better record than one of Utah, Los Angeles Clippers or.
0: Hey, don't count out New Orleans in this one, man. They they
1: still could blow up. Yeah. Man, if New Orleans just had a few more pieces, they would be the overwhelming like favorite for me. Like that would chase West Matthews. Like they just <sighs> be it's so, re- great. Be it's such so a hard for them to like do any deals. But like West would be perfect for them. He would fit their like timeline as far as they would take his contract. Like they would be okay with him, you know, opting in. Uh, for next year because they want to win if they want to, you know, they're going to keep, try to keep Boogie and stuff like he would just be perfect for them. But I don't, I mean, unless they got to find something to attach with Solomon Hill and would Dallas even do that or there's just a lot of, but anyway,
0: Yeah, that contract's a little too big for them. They would, I, they would have to probably do something with Drew holiday.
1: Yeah. I mean, because Drew holiday, if they, they, like they want to
0: keep, if they want to keep DeMarcus cousins, that's going to be a huge tax hit next year. And uh, or cap hit next year, sorry. So it'd be a big cap hit, and then
1: if they could pull ah, it, it off, though, tough. you talking about a tough first round exit? Yeah, a Drew Holiday, West Matthews, AD, and Boogie with
0: Etwan Moore as the wing. Yeah. he's shooting really well from three. Man, that would be that'd be but. tough team. I wish that could happen for for West. I'm almost in the camp to free West now.
1: He's been playing super, super well, and he deserves that because a lot of people, uh, a lot of people hounded him and bashed him. We've been pretty vocal as far as he's very, you know, he's valuable around the league. And if you're in the camp that you want West to be traded, then this this past month has been great for you (laughs) because he is, I mean, knocking down threes like he is. Any team across the league right now is saying, "Man, like if we have a bigger contract." what could we do to swap out those two because he could be very, very valuable on a team that has a couple of big time stars.
0: Definitely. Hashtag free Wes. All right, guys. Is that that was your last question, right? Yeah, that was it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Locked Mavericks. Guys, again, thank you for uh, for hanging out with us today at the game. If you were there. Uh, maybe we should do like a locked on Mavs, like meetup. Maybe we should plan a game. Tweet us. If you guys are interested in that, if you guys are thinking about a game at the end of the season, uh, if you're interested in doing something like that,
1: maybe we'll start think a the Reddit people, Reddit chat. Do. They've
0: done that. Uh, I was thinking maybe we should start a Reddit thread and we can have a conversation there. Um, but we'll see. So maybe if we want to do that, cause that was pretty fun today. It'd just be cool to get a bunch of dudes together and, and, and maybe the one girl that listens.
1: I'd have to bring my wife
0: no the one the one girl that listens is maddie oh yeah maddie (laughs) shout out to maddie what up girl shout out to you uh guys thank you so much for listening to lockdown maps we'll see you tomorrow
1: boom